So no one gave you this business. It wasn't handed down to you. Uh, you didn't have a business that someone, nope, you. It wasn't, no one close to me was doing this or. You're the first generation doing this? Yeah. So this one, uh, this one of our, our Mac uh, tractor trailers. I mean, tractor trailers you got? Uh, we got a few of them. You know, it's motivating, man. Just hanging out with you, bro. Like, I feel like I'm not doing enough, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I love it, man. I know the feeling, man. And, you know, like I say, it's it's tough. You know, it's sometimes it can be scary. You know doing something that everybody else isn't doing or going the route that everyone else isn't going because you have no one to kind of look at or uh, compare your what you're doing with anyone else or it's like you know, uncharted that's, waters right yeah you know, <laughs> you know so it's, it's crazy man yeah no i love it i love it you it's know keep down my overhead and uh you know when you're leasing or making payments, you know, that's just another bill on top of his regular life bills. So, you know, that's why, you know, I save or, you know, whenever we do good, you know, we buy equipment and uh, we pay for it outright. And, Wait uh, up, are you telling me you own all of your equipment? Yes. yes. See me, man, where, you know, you're the boss. Why are you out here? You know, I won't have any of my guys do anything that I can't or won't do on my own or with them. So if they grinding, I'm grinding. If they're sweating, I'm sweating. And uh, we don't go home till the job's done, all of us. Eighteen years old, started out with a little bobcat business and he turned it into something where he has tractor trailers, Dumpers, cranes, I mean, what else do you have? What other equipment, man? Hey, we got bobcats, we have a tree division, man. We got stump grinders, we, we do a little bit of everything. Hey, we're doing a day in the life. You know, um, you felt a little bit off camera, like there's a good chance, you know, a lot of times people, they see the nice stuff, right? Right. And then they go, man, this, this guy ain't actually out here doing it, right? <laughs> And so, you know, today we wanted to do a day in life to really show, like, how the business is, right. the grind, and maybe learn a little bit about just, you know, how to get something for you, you know what I mean? Right. Well, you know, like I said, man, I, uh, you know, I watched the video. It was a great video. I enjoyed it. And uh, just checking out the comments, I see a lot of people enjoyed it, and they took a lot, you know, from the video as, as far as, uh, you know, different things I was saying. I guess it was relatable. And, uh, you know, I know in the first video we were talking about the truck and, and it was a nice truck, but there's also an other side. And, you know, I, I said I had a trucking company and so forth and so on and, you know, the different stuff that we do. And I know it's, uh, you know, a lot of people say a lot of things and they kind of embellish, you know, what they're doing or what they have going on and uh, make it seem like it's something that is not, you know, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing in my case, you know, I just want you guys to come out and see, you know, how we actually do it and, and you know, what we're all about and, and what our business is all about and, uh, you know, how we get it done. Yeah, we're doing it today, man. Come into 
You know, it's one of those things, Carlos, where, you know, and while we're driving around doing this grind, I mean, how big's your team right now? How big's your crew? Uh, right, right now, I think on this route, we have under 10. You know, it's a smaller route. But, Wait a minute, how many do you have total then? Uh, I mean, you know, it just depends on what we're doing. I mean, you know, sometimes we have to get temp guys for different projects and, you know, so just all around, you know, 10, 15, uh, just, you know, depending on, like I said, we're not a huge company, but. Man, you, know, you are, it. Carlos, you are too humble, bro. Like, I'm telling you, people out here watching this trying to build one, bro. Yeah. You feel me? And so you, you come from humble beginning. Where's your humbleness come from, brother? I mean, real tough. Uh, I mean, I guess just growing up, man. Growing up, uh, essentially, you know, raise, uh, you know, the family. Just come from a working family, I guess. And uh, I've been working since uh, I was a little guy. And I've uh, been out here with this uh, equipment and machinery, you know, since elementary school. So, you know, just being around, you know, the older guys uh, in my family and, and just people in the neighborhood, I always was drawn to, you know, trucks and equipment and just, you know, when I grew up, you know, that's what I wanted to do. And uh, that's what I've been doing ever since. That's what's up, man. You keep it humble, brother. Next thing you got to tell me, uh, 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 you know, two years from now is, yeah, Alex, I just got about... You know, a hundred people a day in my crew, you know what I'm saying? I mean, anything's possible, man. I definitely, uh, you know, try to shoot for the stars. And, you know, I'm happy with whatever I get. And, and okay, there's a crew right now. No. You know, whatever, you know, I'm blessed with or, or in, am able to uh, come up with, man, I'm, I'll be satisfied with that, man. As long as I can keep my uh, family happy, my friends happy, and my guys happy. Uh, which my guys are my friends, and we all are uh, just one family. So I don't necessarily have workers, man. I have family. I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, Carlos, uh, what does it take uh, to build a strong team? I think you kind of answered that, huh? Yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, it's uh, we're all the family out here, and as you see, I come out here and work too. So a lot of you know people see me, man. What you know, you're the boss. Why are you out here? You know, I won't have any of my guys do anything that I can't or won't do on my own or with them. So if they grinding, I'm grinding. If they're sweating, I'm sweating. And uh, we don't go home till the job's done, all of us. You know, a lot of people, Carlos, you know, they, they, they do the damn thing, you know. They, they got crews, they got trucks, they got all of this. and. You know, they do it with the leasing model where they don't actually own their equipment. Right. You know, with you having over 20 plus equipment, I mean, where are you at? I hate to ask this personal question, but. I mean, you know, I don't, the, the, the main thing that I try to do is keep, you know, keep down my overhead. And, uh, you know, when you're leasing or making payments, you know, that's just another bill on top of just regular life bills. So, you know, that's why, you know, I save or, you know, whenever we do good, you know, we buy equipment and uh, we pay for it outright. And, Wait uh, up. Are you telling me you own all of your equipment? Yes. Yes, sir. You got the I titles, the ones that got titles? Because I know uh, uh, 
uh, some heavy uh, yellow equipment, things like that. They don't got titles to yeah, them. Yeah, anything over a certain weight has titles, but all my trucks and equipment are uh, paid for, have the titles. Uh, and, you know, I do that for a reason. Uh, you know, because a lot of these larger companies, they'll try to, uh, they'll try to put pressure on you or, or try to handle you. And when I mean handle you, they'll, they'll try to give you what they want to give you versus what you're worth. You know, and then it, it's just kind of a take it or leave it. You know, we'll, you know, we'll give you that. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's always good. You know, we're flexible and we try to negotiate and, and you know, make a, a good deal for everyone. But, you know, sometimes, you know, folks come around and they just want to handle you and uh, give you what they want to give you. And they feel like, well, you got to take it because you got bills to pay and yeah, I mean, I have bills to pay like everybody else, but you know, I had to tell a, a company one time, it cost me nothing to let my equipment sit. So if you think you, uh, you know, going to be working us for free, or uh, be giving me, you know, whatever you think you want to give me, it cost me nothing to let my equipment sit. Because your shit's paid off. It's paid off. It hey, me, I love that. You know, other than insurance, you know, these trucks can sit until I say they move. I love that. I love that. You know, and, and, you know, that and that's not up. bragging, and nope. I'm not, you know, whatever, whatever. I'm just, you know, that's just real talk. Yeah, so like I said, this is one of our, our loaders uh, that we use for high-volume routes. It's a RS3 rear steer. Uh, it operates from the top cab. It's air-conditioned. Uh, the truck is an International 4300. Uh, with a, you know, I know a lot of people uh, were asking what kind of motors are in these trucks. Uh, most of our trucks have DT-466 uh, engines in them. And, uh, yeah, it's just a regular truck, uh, but it's just modified to operate in reverse uh, to be able, you know, to load for a ticket. That's good. Just want our ground guys to make sure, you know, that the ground is clean and uh, so we keep on track for the route. There's my guy. One of my guys. That's Roman. You saw him saw in the first Roman video. The day. Like I said, this is one of the 50-yard trucks that we uh, load. Uh, that's another one of, you know, similar capacity. And uh, around the corner, you know, we have some of the tractor trailers, but we're getting those. Man, so you got to have everything, and it's all yeah. because of weight capacity, right? Well, I mean, volume, uh, being able uh, to just get all this stuff up, you know, efficiently. You know, we have a lot of area to clear, a lot of material to move. And uh, just having the right tools, you know, equipment for the job. And, now, because uh, you've been doing this, how long you been doing at this now, Carlos? Uh, well, I mean, I, I started, I guess. Uh, That's crazy! I've never seen a truck going backwards. Yeah, we could do some comedy stuff with that. <laughs> <laughs> JBL crew, baby. Hey, I might yeah. have to get a shirt. I might be the new cameraman <laughs> for JBL. Yeah, man, we out here. Hey, look at you. So, you know, 
basically what we do is people put their uh, put their items out that they want to discard for the month. Uh, they get a, a set day during the month. Uh, when we come out, they're able to put out up to a certain amount of uh, debris, and uh, we just come, you know, clean it up and uh, do a sweep of the neighborhood and uh, go dispose of it. You you own the whole block, Carlos. I mean, how, how does this work? <laughs> All right. So you know, essentially, with this type of service, uh, municipalities and you know different cities, they usually put them out for bid every you know so so often, depending on what their cycle is or how long that, you know, their contracts are for. Typically, they run five to ten years for, just depending on the city and the area, and uh, they do, you know, a bidding process uh, for it. Now, this particular uh, route that we're doing, we, uh, we sub for uh, another uh, waste company. We just do the bulk removal aspect of it. So, um, you know, it just depends on the city. You know, they might have uh, garbage disposal or bulk disposal, or they might bid it out together. So it just depends on, you know, the city and, and how they have it structured. Gotcha, gotcha. And so, and you know, you keep on saying you're a small business, but you're big enough where other big businesses will use your services as well. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the key, man. You got to be a small fish before you can be a big fish. And, um, uh, you know, everybody starts small and, you know, everybody has their turn, man. As, as long as you keep grinding, uh, I just feel like, man, <laughs> shit, to, to play the game, you got to be in it, you know. And uh, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's unfair, man. But as long as, uh, you know, you're in the game, man, there's always a chance that, uh, you know, one day it'll be your day, man. So we're still in it, trying to win it. In your own heart. Do you feel that you are successful? I mean, I guess I'm my biggest critic, <laughs> you know, so it's like, you know, you're doing stuff and you know you're going in the right direction, but you always want to do better, you know, and, and, you know, when things don't go right, you go to question yourself and I should have did it this way, I should have did it that way, you know, but I mean... You know, that's part of the process of, uh, you know, honing your skill. You know, if you think you do everything perfect, then, you know, you're not really going to get to your full potential because you got to be able to look at yourself and know that, you know, you need to correct this or need to correct that or, or sharpen up on this or pull back on that. So, you know, you have to kind of, you know, beat yourself up. And, and you know, I, I feel like that makes me stronger. It's probably not the best thing to do, but I mean, you know, I just want to be the best that I can be. I want to go as far as I can go. I want to be as comfortable and be as successful as I can be, you know, and it's all the process, you know, and just like any pencil, man, you got to sharpen it and it gets dull and you got to sharpen it up again. You got to keep going until, uh, you know, that's it. But, uh, like I say, man, the only way to do that is to stay in the game. And, uh, yeah. I love it. He said, you know, it's motivating, man, just hanging out with you, bro. Like, I feel like I'm not doing enough, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I love it, man. I know the feeling, man. And, you know, like I say, it's, it's tough. You know, it's, sometimes it can be scary, you know, doing something that everybody else isn't doing or going the route that everyone else isn't going 
because you have no one to kind of look at or uh, compare your what you're doing with anyone else or it's like you know, uncharted waters, right? Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know so, it's, it's crazy, man. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. It's yeah. like one question I really wanted to ask you, Carlos, is like, you know, how how many years have you been in the game of doing it? You know, from all the way from uh, being in the back of the truck to finally being able to drive it to being where you are now. <laughs> I've been grinding for a while, man. But you know, I mean, back then it, it really wasn't work. It was more like you know chores, and we would get you know a little money to be able to get ice cream, or you know, eventually bikes and you know just different little stuff showing showing me the value of money uh but you know moving forward in high school uh when i first got to high school i used to always see uh the uh, the maintenance guys driving the bobcat around campus and i didn't know what it was i was like man that's pretty cool and then some of the the older kids uh if they did well in whatever class they would be able to go and drive the bobcat too so you know, I set goals like that. It's like one day I want to be, you know, driving the Bobcat. And, uh, you know, in my sophomore year or so, you know, I, I made it to where, you know, I was able to be driving around campus. And, you know, it just starts like that. That's where the first idea sparked. Yeah. You're like, I'm doing a, a Bobcat business, right? Yeah, you know, so because it was cool. And then uh, I, I was able to learn, you know, how to how to operate and just, you know, basic maneuvering and uh, end up getting like a part-time job uh, when I was like a, maybe a senior or something. Uh, it, it was a construction company doing some work in my neighborhood and, and you know, I was like, hey man, I can operate that. You know, I wasn't an operator, but you know, I knew how to move it around. They were like, yeah. So, uh, you know, just messing around, they let me get on and play around and, you know, eventually the guy, ended up showing me really how to operate and how to grade and before you know it you know I just seemed like I was always inclined to operate equipment and uh, I actually got pretty good and it just went on from there you know from one job to another job to finally I was like hey man I can do this on my own. When did you know it was time for you to go on your own brother? When, <laughs> when I was in high school and uh, you know, I was making like 30 bucks an hour for operating. And that was just like insane money. I, you know, That's I was in hella high school. good money. Yeah, that was insane. You were making $30 an hour, bucks an hour high, in high school. In high school. And yeah. I'm not gonna say your age, but you know. Yeah, that was some years ago, but back then, that was, I was making more money than, you know, a lot of adults, you know, that had jobs for, you know, for a while. And I didn't have any bills. I mean, I was, you know, I was a kid. So I used to get my checks and just put them in a the drawer, you know, because I didn't know what to do with it. I mean, you know, you're making, you know, whatever it was. Uh, How much know, money you saved up, man? I'm curious at that time. Uh, you know, I, I put put away, uh, you know, a few checks. I mean, I end up buying like a car and, you know, putting rims on it. And, yeah, know, I just, hear you. <laughs> just silly stuff because I had money and the checks were coming like weekly. And, uh, you know, so as time went on and I worked for the company, you know, different things transpired. But the uh, end result was like, well, man, if they're paying me this much to do this, I wonder how much I can, you know, make on my own, you know. And so, you know, save up money and get a little piece of crap machine. But it was mine, you know. And, how uh, much was that machine, your first Bobcat? 
man, back then, man, I can't even, that was so, so long ago, but it was, it was, you know, a few thousand back then, I mean, it was. How much did you make off that few thousand dollar Bobcat? That Bobcat paid for my company now. Wow. That Bobcat in, what was it, high school? Yeah, it's, that's that's where it started. I started out with machine. I didn't even have a trailer or a truck to pull it. Well, what, how'd you pull it? You just drove it down the road? In the neighborhood, just doing different stuff. And I saved up, got a, got a you know, a, a trailer or, I forgot, maybe I made a trailer, I don't know. And uh, a buddy of mine's dad, buddy of mine's dad had a, a old Chevy truck that he drove for years and you know it's like hey man my old, my old man wanted to sell the truck he wanted like a thousand bucks for it so I was like man cool you know uh you know you got a pickup truck you got a trailer now I can pull my machine around and you know from there you know got a piece of crap dump truck and I was able to haul trash you know and you know just Buy and sell, buy and sell, you know. And then now you're at the point where you got crates, trucks, tractor yeah, trailers. You know, and still want to get, you know, better and newer stuff, you know, so it's, it's never ending. Um, I love it, man. Yeah. I love it, man. That's that's beautiful, brother. Where are we headed to right now? Uh, we're going to a uh, transfer station to go ahead and dump. There's probably going to be a lot of other trucks. Uh, the day is like a heavy day for yeah. all the cities. So, you know, hopefully we can get in and right out. But, uh, and then we'll cruise around, maybe find some tractors or some of your other equipment. Yeah, yeah, we'll way. go back and uh, we might even see them at the dump. So, you know, we'll see. When is it time to build a team? Because we were just talking off camera. Right. Um, we're always a one-man show for a long time, right? Yeah. You're doing all the emails. You're doing all the bids. You're going out there yourself. Yeah, you're you're represent, representing yourself on your email like it's your company, but it's really you that's, right. you know, talking. You're the receptionist. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, that you gotta do, uh, you know, what it takes, man. Uh, you gotta be a little bit of everybody to be able to uh, put this thing together and make it work. You know, to be able to compete with some of these, with some of these bigger companies, man, that have these, you know, insane budgets, man. Like I said, we, you know, we little guys, but we have to prop ourselves up to, to play with the big boys, you know. And sometimes that means, you know. Going above and beyond, man. Going out and checking on the jobs. Uh, you know, calling to, to get the correct paperwork to do the job. Then, then going out and physically doing the jobs and 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 just you know checking, just doing everything, doing it all, man. So, so when was it time to build the team? Well, uh, you know, as you as as you get noticed or as you you know get jobs and stuff, man. It's, it's just. You can have all the equipment you want, but if you, if you don't have anyone else to work with you, there's only so much you can do by yourself. And, uh, you know, it comes a point to, to where, you know, when these companies or customers, whether it be, uh, you know, big companies, uh, the regular residential company, uh, customer or whatever, you know, they don't wait for you to get ready. You know, either you're ready or you're not. So you have to be staged and poised and ready to go and even if that means, you know, having equipment or people in place where you have to just pay just to keep them, you know, situated until until the party starts, you know, that's what it takes in the house.
20 plus years, 25 plus years experience, I mean, uh, is there one move or one thing that you wish you would have known and maybe done it biz, uh, different, you know, on the business side or on the personal side, you know what I'm saying? Is there anything that you could think of that, uh, you know, we take the good with the bad and, and vice versa, but any thoughts on that? I mean, realistically, um, you know, even some of the bad decisions or potentially bad decisions that, you know, I've made, I, I just feel like everything happens for a reason. So nothing's supposed to go perfect all the time. And, you know, you learn from your mistakes, man. It's just like uh, out here, it's just like being in college, man. And when you lose money out here, it's part of your tuition, man. <laughs> oh, I love that, brother. <laughs> Now, I've had to dump some small stuff, but not like this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is a, this is a waste management site. Um, it's been here for a lot of years. Uh, transfer site, what they do is they dump it, you know, the trucks come in and dump it, and then they uh, haul it out in these transport containers. And then uh, they take it to another site to be processed, whether it be burned, buried, or whatever. So this pile is just vegetation. This is where all, most of the vegetation goes. And what do you have mostly back here today? <clears throat> we have what they call C and D, that's mixed debris. So it's basically anything, any and everything, uh, from tree branches to couches, the refrigerators, you know, whatever. Uh, that's what we're hauling at, but that's what uh, goes over here. And so they push the pile up so the excavators can get to it. And once they clear it out, then they'll allow us to come in and offload. The rain to go in. Yeah, I saw you slash, slash four, so, so four okay, so there. there's a four over there, right? Yeah. See, that's one of our trucks pulling up to the scale right there. Oh, that's yours too? Yeah. You're everywhere, Carlos. <laughs> You're everywhere, man. Yeah, we're on the move, man. It's just, <laughs> it's just one of the things uh, dealing with this equipment. You gotta know. Oh yeah. You'll go broke trying to pay somebody to do it. Typically, how many uh, dumps will, will you guys do a day, like on a Monday? Uh, each truck might offload three to four times uh, on the typical 
on a typical Monday. So uh, we'll move around 100 tons of debris uh, per day, maybe sometimes a little bit more. business it wasn't handed down to you uh, you didn't have a business that someone up nope you it wasn't no one close to me was doing this or you're the first generation doing this yeah absolutely and you take care of the whole team yeah Shit, look at you Carlos yeah hey I man mean, my, my, uh, my uncles you know they they were in the military and now all of them are uh, you know railway engineers so they drive trains for you know a living so Basically, they've always been, you know, doing something with the military or working on the railroad. So, you know, I, you know, I had a, a feeling, you know, for equipment and doing this type of stuff, man. So, but besides that, that was it, huh? Not yep. to get sentimental or emotional, but like, you know, your parents still around? Yeah. They my proud mom? of you? Yeah, my mom, absolutely. Uh, you know, I grew up, you know, not really having, you know, my father in my life, but that was motivation for me also, you know, that's uh, one of the main drives, man, because uh, I felt like, you know, when I had a kid, man, I wanted to be able to be there and provide for them, man, I didn't want them to have to wonder where their dad is or why their dad, you know, isn't around, so, you know, I've been doing this in hopes of being able to, you know, support my family and, and you know, have someone uh, that they could be proud to call their dad, you know? Because I never had that. Man, we just going around, Carlos, and we you're like, oh, that's my crew. Oh, that's my crew. And then we just turn right here. Hey, now we got some semi-trucks and trailers. Let's hop out. Let's hop out. Let's hop out. This one of our, our Mac uh, tractor trailers. I mean, tractor trailers you got, Carlos? Uh, we got a few of them on this route. We got a GDL. Hey, That's there, baby. Yeah. Old Mac. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, hey, and this is a light plug for uh, the chrome shop that I'm at. Uh, you have to set up anything in the chrome shop. Okay. We have three shops. We got the lights, the whatever, all day, all you gotta do is go Okay. That's it. Cool. So what we got going on? Yeah, so... This handsome guy right here is Willie. Hey, Willie. That's Pool Pot. I mentioned him in the first video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh? Not yet. 
right here is Kevin, one of our operators. How you doing, Kevin? Yeah, so, like I say, uh, I almost want to do a skit and uh, jump down and pretend I'm sleeping. <laughs> you know? The way that truck goes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should see uh, when people are trying to flag us down, they look at the cab and wonder what's going on. They see it moving and the steering wheel turning, but there's nobody in there, so it freaks them out. Yeah, so like I say, we just have crews run, running around, picking up whatever you know they put out for disposal. And, uh, that's what we do all day. I can't say it enough, man. You know, the mother trucker community, we appreciate you. Thank you for taking us along this ride today. Yeah. I mean, you know, shout out, man. Anyone you want to shout out? Uh, just my guys, my GBL crew, man. Uh, you know, the family, my wife, my girls, man. Carissa, Kiera, you know, love you guys, man. And, you know, like I said, we out here. I love it, I love it. Like whatever a person put their time and their effort into, man, they, they could bear fruit, man, and just gotta want to do it, man, to get it done. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. Mm -hmm.